when we talk about leadership in technology companies generally people think that only a technology specialist can become a leader in tech companies but his view is different he feels that a specialist can be a specialist but for leadership you need to be a more generalist human and able to withstand any pressure his views on self development is based on how a leader makes himself let us talk to dr chandran r chandi to know more about this intriguing topic specialist versus generalists as leaders hello hi there welcome to the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future this podcast is to help professional students it employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers dear listeners in every episode we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or coaches or academicians across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things also we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the it world or technology towards the end so stay tuned till the end thank you so much for tuning in this is your host navin samala and with my co-host sudhakar naganla so folks today we are going to discuss a topic which is always debatable who becomes the technology leaders is that the generalists or the specialists and we are pleased to welcome chandi to tgv chandi it is our pleasure to have you part of tgv's journey in shaping the lives and careers of millions across the globe chandi welcome to tgv can we get started yeah thank you very much for inviting me to this and it is going to be really exciting to answer the questions that you raise and definitely it's a good topic whether it is generalist or tech specialist because in technical companies everybody says only tech specialists can stay but there is no other question let's see how that happens thank you absolutely let's see the opinion from chandi on that intriguing topic and thank you for taking time we really appreciate you spending time with us and i'm sure our audience are going to love every bit of it chandi yeah thank you so chandi can we talk briefly about your career why i said brief you know with more than 30 plus years of experience what are the top three four things that helped you reach your current position as you say 38 years of experience and uh, having uh, just done a mechanical engineering and uh, gone into industrial engineering basically at uh, 1984 when i joined the it industry people said why are you getting into it industry it's a nascent industry don't get into it because uh, there are so many other things which you can do i took the plunge and they said being a mechanical engineer how can you get into it whereas having gone through niti two years for industrial engineering we felt the systems view of the world is more important than anything else and that is why i plunged into it and uh, the basic top three things that are there are first thing is rise to any challenges whatever that is thrown at you be cognizant of that and do it and the second top thing is be committed on whatever you select and third one is be focused on whatever you have committed and whatever the challenges are and these are the things which has taken me through these 38 years which has been a long career and staying in the same field for so long and in various companies 38 years of professional summary in three points rise to any challenge be committed 
and once you commit to something always be focused on to that topic amazing so chandi typically we ask about this uh, do you want to be a jack of all or master of one you know that is the same topic we are having today generalists versus specialists what is the difference or in a way how do we explain it to the early career professionals who joined like couple of years back into this journey of professionalism the generalist was a tech specialist is a topic which everybody keeps talking about but as technical people it is always better to start your journey being a tech guy for at least a few years whereas if you take abroad many a people when they get into a tech fold they become only tech leaders they say i don't want to manage things because when it comes to companies on the top you have to manage people it is human nature which has to be there you have to manage projects manage customers etc and normally a tech guy who is a specialist is not trained in that particular thing to manage people it is not that they can not do that they can do it but generally they are focused and that is why you take abroad most of the tech guys they do only technical things and they say managerial aspects let others whereas a generalist is one who knows the core aspects of an industry he is a jack of all he manages people manages customers and understands the top aspects of technical things he doesn't have to be a deeper into that because early in my career and i have never been a technical guy i have written only programs for 3 months in this 38 years of career but today when somebody asked me to teach cobol they will come only to me because i understood what are the special aspects of cobol programming so that is what you have to do that you have to be a generalist understand things and explain things to people properly and that is why i feel a generalist tech specialist can become a generalist but normally what happens is after some time once they become a generalist they think i lose control of my technical things so i will not do it and if they keep the technical aspects also there they are not able to do a job properly and that's what happens that's why most of the tech companies the sales guys become top people none rather than the technical people yeah i think that's a great perspective altogether and brought in an interesting thing which many of us in the corporate industry are not aware like if we notice the folks in the abroad especially in the us or uk if they get into this tech they try to stick to the technology but as you rightly mentioned probably having a broad perspective of managing people dealing with customers understanding the project delivery and rest of the topics that is going to help the generalist so there is always a myth that tech specialists can become leaders in the technology company and you shared your perspective as well but why do you think this myth is existing today the myth is because in a tech companies everybody feels because it involves totally technical the leaders also should understand technology that is when they feel they can manage their people the people who are underneath who are technical specialists and that is why they can manage this but that is not the thing what they lose is that is why in tech companies if you see many people going out of the company is because the human nature of the boss is missing they are not able to manage the people they are not able to balance the workload of the people they just give a job and say i have to get this done in 12 hours what is to be done in 12 hours whether it actually takes 24 hours or 36 hours whatever that is there that the technical specialist does because for him 
he understands this job can be done in 12 hours. The environmental factors is being missed and that is what happens when a technical specialist is put into a manager without the proper training. That was a eye-opening statement, I would say, because human nature of the managers is something very critical for retaining the top talent, right? People say employees do not leave organizations, but the bosses. So it reminded me of that uh, quotation, yes. actually, which is really true. In fact, let me tell you that, as I said, I have uh, written programs only for three months in 38 years. Nowadays, when I have all the department heads reporting to me, I openly tell them, I don't know anything technical. But they come and discuss technical aspects with me. And when I answer them back, saying that this, you could have done it this way, this, you could have done it this way, they wonder, how do you know this technical aspect? Because a generalist can pick up the general aspects or the core aspects of what the technology is all about. And what he needs is to manage things. When I, uh, in fact, uh, one uh, interesting aspect was, I was supposed to select uh, for Mercedes-Benz Germany. They were trying to select the ERP, whether it is SAP or Bahn or Oracle. I have just joined the SAP division in HCL at that time. And I was taken along with my boss to hear the presentations of all these three people. And we have to do it for Mercedes-Benz for their Puna office. I did the comparison of SAP, Oracle and Bahn without knowing, although I knew the aspects of what an ERP, MRP is all about. Hearing that, I did that comparison of that and that and finally Puna selected SAP and uh, after that Mercedes worldwide has become an SAP. So what I'm saying it is not necessary that you need to be a technical specialist. At that time if they asked me to implement SAP I would have said I will get people for you to implement. I understand what you want. That is a generalist. That is what he can do. So now I think that I have answered that question. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that live example. And talking about my career, I would try to keep it in a nutshell. Okay, I started as a Java programmer and then got into this uh, program excellence slash operational excellence. I did my Lean Six Sigma certifications and then managed programs, managed program governance as part of EPMO. So it is more or less looking like a journalist. If a journalist like me have to become a tech leader, how can I carve out my own career to become the tech leader? Can you expand a bit more about how journalists can become tech leaders. Basically, generally people say journalists cannot become tech leaders. But the question is, when you have the background that you have been a technologist, you can understand. And if you focus, as I said, if you are focused and committed to a particular thing and take it up as a challenge, you will be able to do that. For example, if you are talking about environmental, I can say, okay, let me get into this environmental aspect and let me focus on that. It might take possibly four weeks to eight weeks for you to understand that, but you can definitely become that thing. You can choose your career, whereas a technical specialist can be only in his career. If you ask him to change his technology, he will say, I cannot. Whereas a generalist can become a technologist. So the myth that generalists cannot become technical leaders is wrong. Whereas the other way around, a technical leader becoming a generalist, unless he has the attitude to do it, it will be difficult. So the master of one cannot become the jack of all overnight. However, if the jack of all want to double click on one specific aspect, that possibility is uh, high. The success rate will be definitely high because you are only double clicking on one specific aspect. Amazing. Because you are focused. Get that done and you can do it. And the environmental aspect is the key point, I would say. 
sure. For example, now we are doing the certification for all, and in fact, the latest certification was SCI CMM Level Five Version Two, the most toughest certification that is there. And finally, as a sponsor of that particular thing, auditor asked me the question: What is the thing? Specific technical aspects which I have to commit. I'm a generalist, but I could commit those aspects very clearly, and because of that, we got the certification. So it is very clear a generalist can look at everything as a general thing and focus on it and say this can be done. And for him to do that, he goes to the technical guy, say please do this. He can direct them to do it. So congratulations on getting that certification first of all. That is an amazing feat. And thank you for giving the real time example. Like Navin mentioned, we we know our audience will love these real time uh, examples because they can directly connect to that situation and you know get that inspiration. Now that we are at this juncture, what are the important aspects that will help us to be successful in these tech companies? What are the key aspects? Okay, that is well. Again, this comes back: focused, committed. and rise to all challenges people generally if you see in technical companies when you ask some people they say i cannot do this and that is the answer you get everywhere you must have faced this particular thing everywhere you have to move closely with all leaders which is very important because understand all aspects and do not ignore anything all aspects smallest things are also important you should not ignore anything generalists do not say anything like that there is a myth in technology companies that you can be a leader only if you are a technical guy that is the thing which is said i face it every day in my life in fact my ceo or every companies they used to say how can you be a leader but when they see for example when i went to gm japan in satyam as a sap program program manager in fact there in japan the md of gm said you people don't know japanese how can you do it in 6 months i said for implementing technical aspects we don't need to be a language expert we can use language experts i will do it in 6 months and that is the first time i introduce on site offshore of sap implementation in the entire world before that they said sap cannot be done on site offshore and the project was done in 6 months i based 10 people on site and 30 people offshore and that is how if you see satyam became a leader in sap it went up to when i joined i was the 30th person in 1999 but in 2004 when i left there are more than 6000 people in sap in satyam and that is basically because satyam did on site offshore sap implementation and that is a success story which has happened and that is mainly which i was a contributor to that particular thing amazing real time experience and doing it for the first time in the world anything that you do for the first time is really fascinating and deploying sap nevertheless across uh, continents I, i would not say continents across countries because japan is uh, in asia only <laughs> so amazing experience thank you for that yeah so now that we are on the topic of don't restrict yourself say that you know this is not in my scope i cannot do this because no one has ever done it till now and second aspect you talked about understanding all the aspects by moving closely with the leaders and already talked about three important aspects rise to any challenge committed and focus with all of this in the mix what do you think will be the important skills to develop for a tech leadership role 
you know other than having those technical skills okay the first thing is understand customers what they want because the technical leaders they say i am i can do only this but customers the way they express things is something different you have to understand what this and this is where a generalist and tech specialist become more important a generalist can understand a customer very well whereas a tech specialist what he will say this cannot be done technically so first of all understand the customers and then you understand the people working with you how to transform the requirements into the technical aspects that is one thing which has to be done and that is where the technical leader can guide his people to do that okay but normally what happens is the technical guy since if he does not understand the customer he can say technically you do this if the technical guy comes and says i cannot do this okay leave it whereas a generalist will come and say why not look at a work around do that and that is why i am just again saying generalist can work here he will say do a work around then the technical guy will say yes i can do this work around they don't think about it initially that's one thing which is there and you have to be able to guide people on how to meet difficult situation because there are many an aspects in handling the customers you will be facing suddenly there's a definitely in the software there are things which you cannot handle it will be very difficult how do you express this to the customers if you express it to him the technical way those guys will not understand so you have to guide the people on how to handle the people handle the customers and that's most important these are the things it has to be technical and managerial both put together then only you can handle projects and that is one thing very very important a technical leader can become a generalist and a manager a generalist can become a sort of a technical leader i can't say that he is a perfect technical leader but he can manage manage projects which is what i have been doing for 38 years so 38 years of experience which is put in the form of bite sized nuggets and also this conversation has been fantastic and just to sum up what you just mentioned it's more about understanding the customer needs well and try to translate the requirements so that tech people can understand yeah. and in addition to that um, we need to be able to deal with the difficult situations i think these are all like uh, pearls of wisdom i would say thank you so much for sharing these tips with our audience and the conversation has been wonderful so far but we would like to add some spice to the episode by asking you a few interesting rapid fire questions with your consent are you ready yeah. chandi definitely perfect so let me move on with the first bullet out of the rapid fire what is the most adventurous thing that you have done so far chandi never say no to anything wow simply fabulous when i was just one year into the industry i was asked by manager i was working in tata baros for baros systems as a software support engineer and i was told to go to bangalore to train a team of 30 experienced programmers and senior leaders in it on the baros system for 30 days wow and those days it is not that you have this uh, computers and all that i had to prepare ohps every day and the main thing was in the class the guy who taught me pobol my classmate was sitting there imagine the flight of myself i get it completely in fact um... probably it might sound scary initially saying that oh how can i handle seasoned professionals in terms of training my own trainer probably which you realized and you also made me nostalgic by talking about these ohp slides because during our engineering days 
like our professor used to create those ohp slides and project it using that uh, lab based projector of, at the end of every day i had to create the ohp slide mm-hmm. and present it and after the first 15 days my boss had said i will replace you with somebody else he comes to bangalore talks to the general manager who is the head general manager is a very big position and he says chandy you have been doing an excellent job continue for next week three days i told the general manager don't see me for a week near your office because i am absolutely exhausted but the thing it went off very well one thing is never say to no to anything you can always take up the challenge and work Wow, very inspiring story. And moving on to my next question, what is your favorite failure? Favorite failure again, it's uh, again the HMT people. I had taken a group of HMT people to one of the public sector sites for their training in borrowed system because before they are borrowed systems. After 15 days, and I was the only person. Morning, I have to support that public sector, and night I have to support these people. 15 days, day and night, and. at the end of the thing 15 days we came back to bangalore and i got a call from uh, my boss after two days saying that uh, that public sector has lost their last month's payroll data what has happened is one of the guys who had come with me for ad work in borrowed system and he had said i will do it i don't want any guidance and that guy had gone and deleted it i told my boss you handle that public sector because they can retrieve the data etc and i said i will handle it here i told this guy i can destroy your career but my intention is not that here after listen to me whatever that i am saying then i went to the general manager i told him this is what has happened so please caution and unless i say nobody can go to the console room so i handled it that way so without affecting the guy who has done it but at the same time handling the this was a failure in my part because the payroll data going for a public sector for a complete month you can imagine what yeah i can imagine like how tough it is to deal with that situation and this resonates with your demonstration of human nature of a manager right so you saved that guy's job yeah and Thank i you. was just a novice just two years in the industry probably you you were very mature by then at that time <laughs> all right so moving on to my next question you have 38 years of rich experience in the industry what's your best professional moment best professional moment is one is always deep thinking anything that is given to me think deeply but people do not get the thing they feel i am very casual that is the approach one thing is i don't get stressed i keep a very cool exterior and even if somebody has i tell my people who are working i said you do the work if there is any mistake i own it what i feel is they'll be able to do a better job because they don't have the tension that they are going to be questioned and that is why i have always felt my people have been doing an excellent job and that is what my biggest moment has been managing people managing customers and understanding what people want so that i can deliver the right thing okay wonderful thank you i think uh, probably we'll have to do few more episodes with you just to exploit the knowledge from your side and all okay. and um, i would like to move on to the next question what has been a question on your mind which you never got answered i'm really curious this is i think everybody will be looking at that there are many a people who come to the top position but they keep doing things without understanding what it is i'm wondering how do they did they reach this position on what aspect this is a thing which is happening because i have seen in many companies and this is what is happening there are always some people in the top management who do not fit in there in fact that is why many a companies fail 
data because of these aspects. So that is the question which has been in my mind. But these are things in a top management in a politically oriented things you cannot ask. As a young guy, you can always ask. But when you know you are on the top, there are certain questions which you have to keep within yourself. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> okay, so uh, this has been fabulous rapid fire so far, and I'd like to ask one last question. What is one message that you'd like to give it to your own younger version, Chandi? That's what again it comes back to what I said: be focused and committed. Wow, simply amazing. Finally, they have to be dream big and work regularly, work committed and focused, and that is what they have to do. But always dream big. Fantastic. So. dream big be committed and be focused great tips so far and thank you so much for being so candid and so sport in the rapid fire so with that i would like to transition the session back to sudhakar for the mainstream over to sudhakar thank you navin and thank you chandi for that amazing uh, summary of your professional experience really like every bit of it especially working in public sector for about 8 years uh, i can understand what you have gone through when you really lost uh, one month uh, salary of a public sector and the way you had to deal with the general manager of that location site or plant amazing so chandi one final question for this overall session as a summary what will be your one piece of advice for those who aspire to make big in their careers just like you let them first decide whether they want to be a technical person or whether they want to be a general so if it is a technical person let them concentrate on that because normally what happens is a technical person thinks that after 4 or 5 years which is what is normally in india you should want to become a manager without getting a training of managership they want to become managers because they feel managers don't do a job which is what the thing is which is a myth which is what is there so technical people they want to concentrate on technical let them be technical people there are always chances of them becoming leaders later in their life when they can transform themselves or decide if you want to be a generalist but generally in a technical company generalists are few who can be in only support division so as if you are a technical guy please concentrate on technical things next 5 to 10 years do not look at anything else be committed be focused and do whatever that has been given to you and say that these are the things understand everything because there are going to be failures which is there failures are stepping stones to success so people have to use that and see what better things can be done if i write a program first if it comes the first time correct that means i have not understood things it has come out but what are the problems in a programming i can understand only there are issues that are coming so you have to understand all that and stay focused and next 5 to 10 years look at being only a technical person thank you so much for joining us today it was indeed our pleasure to host you and talk about the generalists and the technical specialists and the best part is both the parallel streams have their own advantages their own places there they can grow up to but be clear with what you want to become and if you want to become a generalist have better appreciation of what the environment is there what are the things that are expected out of you and if if you want to continue in the technology specialist way there are ample opportunities there as well really amazing to have this conversation with you and real time examples we thank you for taking your time for us and i'm sure our audience are gonna love every bit of this conversation 
Thank you, Chandi. Thank you very much. It was nice speaking to both of you, and thanks for giving me such an opportunity to explain about what I am and what technology field is about, and whether they welcome generalists or technical specialists is what a question which is always there. But I hope I I have been able to give some light. Thank. You. Absolutely, that was completely a full-packed episode, and thank you so much for sharing your thirty-eight years of experience in a nutshell. and it was pleasure hosting you thanks again for being part of tgv's journey in shaping yeah. the lives and careers of millions across the globe thank you with that being said let's move on to the trivia segment of today's episode and folks today's trivia is about electric chairs and here comes my question do you know who invented electric chair i know you are thinking probably a electrical engineer or a mechanical engineer or the so called mechatronics engineer might have invented but to your surprise A dentist named Alfred Southwick has invented the electric chair. Interesting, isn't it? Thank you so much for listening. There is more in store, folks. Stay tuned. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye bye. We are signing off for today. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest. Mm-hmm.